questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Most people think that those under the spotlight of fame are usually under the spell of some controlling mechanism, whether it be Hollywood, the media, or even sports. But that is not the case for a number of people. There are those who express their views anonymously and contradict that of those on top of their industries. They toy the party line in order to remain relevant and, in essence, to keep their paycheck coming. There are others, however, who are not afraid to admit their critical thinkers and stay away from the dogma inculcated to them from childhood by the educational system, religion, or simply family traditions. Greetings. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas of Veritas Radio. Tonight, we have one of those rare people who want to wake up humanity. And here's tonight's special guest. His name is Eddie Bravo, a jiu-jitsu black belt champion, an instructor, musician, author, and former UFC analyst. He's the founder of 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, and his website is 10thplanetjj.com. And he joins us directly from the city of Angels, Los Angeles, California. Hello, Eddie Bravo, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Um, thank you for having me. I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? My pleasure. Doing very well, and I'm very excited to have you on because I I saw your podcast with Joe Rogan and Alex Jones, and I, and I have to say, I, I saw a few others of yours, and you have a lot of longitude and latitude in the things that you research, and I thought, this will be a non-traditional show. And by the way, I could have continued reading a lot from your bio, but I cringed when I saw your bio at Wikipedia. Uh, they properly mention your, your accomplishment, but it also says, Eddie Bravo, a known, quote-unquote, conspiracy theorist, part of the 9-11 truth movement, publicly raising questions about the September 11th attacks, usually mentioning the World Trade Center Building 7 collapse. Bravo subscribed to the idea that governments have sprayed chemtrails on unknown civilians. They say this so they can box you in and define you so you have to defend yourself. But we know better here, Eddie. Tell us more about yourself. Well, first and foremost, now I grew up making music, producing music, uh, playing drums in bands, playing guitar, uh, doing a little singing. Um, grew up in a very poor part of Orange County, uh, Santa Ana, California. That's where uh, uh, they put all the Mexicans that cut the grass. My grandfather, uh, he cut grass to support 10 kids. My mother was one of his kids. Uh, she wanted to be a singer. She had uh, these big dreams of being a singer. So I guess that kind of rubbed off on me. Um, I, I've been about music, um, you know, my whole life. And moved to Hollywood at 21 to pursue my rock star dreams. Um, I got into martial arts because I want, you know, I wanted to stay in shape. And I was uh, always a big, gigantic Bruce Lee fan. So started doing uh, karate only because Kung Fu wasn't, you know, near my house. So I started doing karate. And then I, I, I saw the UFC and immediately started doing jujitsu and got obsessed with jujitsu. It was a, it was a per, it was the best way to stay in shape. So I wouldn't be that overweight uh, beer belly rock star on stage i was like what i was trying not to be i, I was super convinced that uh, i was sure i was going to make it in the music business there was no doubt in my mind and uh, jiu-jitsu was just you know to, to keep me in shape and then you know i got obsessed with this started competing and then um in 2003 i beat uh, hoyla gracie 
uh, at the World Championships in Brazil, and that kind of, you know, it, it turned me into this sports uh, figure. You know, when um, you know my family, they never saw me as a sports star or anything. They saw me as some guy moving to Hollywood trying to be a rock star. You know, when my my parents would see me for Christmas or for Thanksgiving, it was always about the music. Like, how's the music? Is it, you know, is there a new demo tape? It was never about jujitsu or anything. You know, but all of a sudden, I'm 33 years old and. And the world knows me as this jujitsu sports guy. And it was weird. You know, my people I grew up with, they, they were confused. They're like, what? You can't fight? <laughs> You're a pussy. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how this happened. You know, I just really liked jujitsu and I beat Hoyler Gracie and there you go. Boom. All of a sudden, um, you know, but I was trying to tell everybody from day one, I'm like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a music producer. You know, I'm, I'm making music. I, I'm in bands. I produce bands. Uh, but no one wanted to hear that. They wanted just they just wanted to hear me talk about jujitsu. It's kind of weird. It was like a double-edged sword. It's like all of a sudden I get this fame. But you know anybody that's in, known for sports, uh, nobody wants to hear their music. Like n- nobody wants to hear a sports star's music. So it's kind of a weird thing. I kind of like I kind of like killed uh, a lot of um, um, chances I had in the music business because of what I did in jujitsu. Who knows? Maybe my music just sucks, and I wouldn't have made it anyway. But <laughs> regardless, regardless, uh, um, I uh, started teaching jujitsu and started opening up different schools. And you know, in the meantime, I've I've always been a conspiracy theorist, and it, and it started as a kid when um, I was brought up in a Catholic family, and the whole neighborhood, basically the whole city, it was just filled with. Mexican Catholic. So I thought everybody was Catholic. I, I thought there was just one religion. At school, there was this one white guy that was Jehovah's Witness, and there was a Protestant guy. I, it was, to me, they were like in a cult or something. I was like, what's wrong with these guys? <laughs> right. I thought everybody was Catholic. You know, when you watch TV, there's Christmas specials on different strokes, and there's Halloween specials on family, t- uh, family ties or whatever those shows are. So I thought everybody was on the same page. And then at 11 or 12, I, I find out that there's all these different religions, Jews and Muslims and uh, Hindu and all. And I thought, wait a minute, how do we know we're right? I, I, it was like, it was like a shocker to find out that we all didn't believe in the same religion and everyone believed different things. So I became atheist right away. I just thought, okay, we've been tricked. You know, uh, this is all brainwashed. And I was just this little rebel kid right from the start. And then I got really into, started playing drums and got into, uh, music like Slayer and Metallica started writing satanic lyrics. Not that I was Satanist and not that I thought Slayer were Satanist. I thought, okay, we all don't believe in God or the devil, but we're just trying to scare Christians and write satanic music. So that's, that's what we're doing. We, we all, no one thought anybody was really into Satan. We all thought, okay, we're, we're like, uh, filmmakers into making movies like The Exorcist and like demonic movies, you know. But the director of the exorcist or the writer, he, no one thinks of him as a Satanist. But anyways, so I got into that. And then when I was 15, there was this 2020 show, uh, ABC 2020 on, uh, Satanism in music. And, you know, we were in the Slayer and the real hardcore stuff in 2020. They were talking about Twisted Sister and Judas Priest being satanic. And as a real fan of, of speed metal and, and, you know, I was, I thought, wow this is channel seven and they got it totally wrong. They're like, 
first of all, they're saying if your so, if your kids listen to Dio or Black uh, Sabbath Motley, or, or Motley Crue, uh, they're satanic. Yeah. And I'm like, what? So right away I, at 15, I'm like, okay, we can't trust what we see on on TV because they got it totally wrong, and uh, um, they're going after the wrong bands. And even if they were going after Slayer and bands like that, we, we, they would be wrong in my eyes anyways because. I knew those guys. I knew, like they're just regular guys, just trying to write scary lyrics. No one's actually worshiping Satan in these bands. In these, bands. so um, right away, you know, my, my uh, um, after uh, after I I um, got sick of writing satanic lyrics at sixteen or sixteen. I'm losing you, Eddie. And right there, it was just a, it was a conspiracy theory type band. We were against the government. We were against uh, you know nuclear war and nuclear bombs. Back when I believed that they were real. And, uh, you know, so from, I didn't know anything about the government. You know, I just knew that I couldn't believe them. I can't, I can't believe authority, but I didn't have any information. There was no internet or anything. So, um, <clears throat> that's, you know, from, so, and then in my twenties, um, I got really into uh, vitamins of all things and nutrition and the, the conspiracy theories going on with like big pharma yeah. and, and all that stuff. Then. Um, I learned in my twenties, I was really into that and how the, you know, governments, it's not in their best interest to, to push vitamins, like natural remedies, you know, they were trying to push pharmaceuticals. So I got really into that. I was like into, you know, against big pharma. And then a uh, little by little, man, little, I, I, uh, just, I just started one. There's so many, cons- there's so many ways the government can fuck you that I just one by one, you start going through all of them. And then, <clears throat> Got into jujitsu when I was like a purple belt in jujitsu. I was a full, I was full blown conspiracy theorist. There's, I'm like 28 at the time. I actually made this, this, and I, and I was an activist trying to turn people on at my jujitsu school into conspiracy theories. And I made this documentary, um, which was, uh, it was like a mixtape documentary. They had six or seven of the best documentaries I could find. And I put them all on one eight-hour VHS tape, and I called it Brain Dirt. <laughs> you know, it's like wow. the opposite of brainwash. It's like brain dirt. <laughs> and, I, and I took the – I would make these tapes on my VCR. I, I, it was an eight-hour VHS tape with like, you know, six or seven documentaries, like UFO documentaries. Um, man, just like – I forget. I gotta, I'd have to sit down and, and try to remember which documentaries exactly they were. But uh, – and then um, – then, in 98, around the same time, I, um, oh, one of the documentaries was, uh, the emperor of hemp, which, you know, goes into the whole, the emperor uh, has no clothes. Thing. Yeah. 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 But, 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 but there was a video called the emperor of hemp and it was about Jack Herrera who wrote the emperor wants no clothes, but the actual documentary was called the emperor of hemp. And that documentary, once you watch that documentary, you're going to want to smoke weed. There's no way you like I had I, I would show people who were totally against we that documentary and after the documentary was over, uh, they would go okay where's the bong let's do it <laughs> so so um you know the, you know there's the cannabis and the whole reefer madness propaganda uh, conspiracy theory then there's like you know there's just so many and then you get into the JFK and then Iran Contra and then you know even like World War Two and and uh, you know how. Prescott Bush was involved with financing the Nazis and you get into all, they're just, it's endless. It's just, there's just so much. And, um, man, 
there's just it just goes you just go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and uh here we are i'm still going deep still finding out new things I'm going to send you a little audio that uh, somebody extracted from a an interview I did with uh, a great philosopher with the name of Neil Kramer. He calls it the the stairway stairway of this or staircase of disbelief, and that's exactly what happened to you. I was also raised a Catholic. I was an altar boy for ten years. I thought that was it. Any other person's God was not the same God, and I'm thinking, oh, what is this all about? And then. The transition very similar to yours, but you know, judging by the name of your organization, Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu, is there a correlation with that and Zachariah Sitchin's work and and Nibiru? Oh, absolutely. I used to be really into Zachariah Sitchin and that whole ancient Sumerian text and uh, Nibiru and and uh, um, oh, I was way into that. You know, not so much anymore, but you know, it's it's like mythology. But um, yeah, that it, the whole ten planet system is, you know, that's where it comes from. That's where the name comes from. Yeah, when I went to your website, I thought tenth planet. What is he trying to say? And then I saw yeah. that you had the Nibiru forum, and I'm thinking, wow, he's all over the place with this. Do you talk about these subjects? You know, I, I presume your students, you're a martial artist. They respect you. They look up to you. Do you talk about these subjects with your students? And if so, how do they react? Oh yeah, that's that's what. Oh yeah, Mo most of my students are probably, I would say, eighty percent of them are pro conspiracy theorists, and maybe twenty percent aren't. I would say most of them are. Um, and you know, I, I always talk about it. You know, and um, you know, it, it was. I would say about, I don't know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, Joe Rogan brings. Uh, he's trying to. He brings up. And I told the story before on my podcast, but uh, for your listeners, he, he brought up like he was trying to explain how dumb people are these days. He goes, dude, people are fucking dumb. I mean, there's people that believe the earth is flat and the sun is 3,000 miles away and we're in the earth is 6,000 years old or whatever. And I would just think when he would say that, I would just think, wow, like, really? There's people that still believe that? What are they, Amish or something? <laughs> like, I'm thinking like that's. The most, and, and this is like a year and a half ago, two years ago, something like that. I, I can't remember exactly, but it was on his show. And then um, uh, uh, several shows later, he brings it up again. He goes, dude, there's people that think the earth is flat. And I thought, man, that's got to be some kind of CIA psyop. I mean, it's got to be some kind of like, uh, like a Scientology type thing just to test people, just to see how dumb people are. That's what I, I thought it was. I was like, wow, I can't believe we're even talking about flat earth. And then you bring up my students, I'm in class and, um, you know, we're talking conspiracy theories and, and, and my, my, one of my students, Manny, he says to me, he goes, Hey man, did you look up, uh, have you looked into flat earth? And right away when he said that, I thought, man, to myself, I was thinking I could never trust anything this guy ever <laughs> says again. Right. And this is like six months ago. And then I told him, I go, dude, that is the dumbest conspiracy theory ever that's like the you know no forest exists that's what i'm i was thinking i'm like that is that's got to be some kind of distraction i go and he goes and he goes okay okay and then uh and then uh a while later another student of mine goes hey man you ever look into flat earth and i thought oh man another fucking nutbag here and i get in a debate with them going back and forth and he said hey man i got a, I got a master's in engineering Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Look into flatter. So I, you know, then I turn into the debunker 
and I'm like Mr. Debunker here, and I go home, get on the get on the internet, and all I needed to do was just find that picture that was used to be on my iPhone a while back, like as a default setting, it's a picture of the Earth. It's like on my iPhone. I see that shit every day, but now I have a picture of my son. But I'm like, let me just find that picture. One one picture just ends. One picture, just a picture. Here's the picture of Earth from space. Shut up with the flat Earth, please. That's all you need is a picture. But I couldn't find a goddamn picture. Not one that looked legit. And I found out really quick that they're all CGI and composites. And, yeah, CGI composites. And that and NASA admits it. They're not like trying to pretend that they're real. They say one is real, one from nineteen seventy two. From a, taken from the moon missions. I go, wait a minute, that's all taken from the moon mission. That's all fake. Those moon missions didn't happen. So right away I'm thinking, Oh man, I didn't even I I've always been um, convinced that we never went to the moon and that NASA is just, you know, fakery, but I didn't make the connection of with flat earth and NASA. I didn't realize that most of the information coming from space is coming through government scientists, NASA. So I thought, Oh man, NASA is the one responsible for our space information and they're giving a CGI right away, right there. I thought, okay. There's something to this flat Earth thing, because I mean, if they fake six moon landings, anything's possible. I mean, you know, anybody. First, you to understand flat Earth, you gotta first understand the moon landings, because if you believe we went to the moon, then there's no way you're gonna you're gonna even understand what flat Earth really is. Uh, people are like that, you know, they think flat Earth, just like me. Me, I'm like, wait a minute, how does the sun go around underneath? It's ridiculous. How, how does the sun? go under and why does the sun set and look at all this, the planets they're round and how, how, how are we flat if they're round and how, you fall off the edge how do you fall what about planes they they go around the, so i had all those same questions everyone has when they first hear flat earth and it's it just sounds ridiculous but once you understand the history of uh what we're on you know the history of how you know it was, it's always, there's always been flat earth maps. Flat earth map is nothing new. There's always been, it's always been a flat earth map. It, they just turned it into a ball. Uh, sometime, you know, you know, during the whole Copernicus era. And it was sometime around, you know, when we discovered or Europe, Europe discovered the Western hemisphere, the new land. So, so for 500 years, we've been going on this, um, theory that we're on a ball spin around in space and we've never before planes before the discovery of electromagnetic energy for all the shit we just said okay we're on a ball spinning around in space and then in the 30s when august picard the astrophysicist goes up to 100,000 feet in a balloon first guy to ever go up 100,000 feet after we just committed to that ball spinning in space he says from 100,000 feet which probably isn't that far up anyways but I mean, but he didn't say he saw any curve. He said he saw a flat disc. He said the Earth appears to be a flat disc with upturned edges. You, you got to take that into consideration. You know, you take that, and then NASA shuts down space. Nobody can just go up in space. And then all our information comes from uh, space information is coming from NASA and the European Space Agency, and all those those pictures that. The Japanese satellite is taking over the Earth from space. I mean, people, t uh, Globers, ballers that are all into it, they won't even use the Japanese footage. They won't use the Japanese pictures of the Earth from space. Because really all it takes is one picture 
of Earth from Space. One legit picture of Earth from Space. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.